0: Hey Church, it's great to be with you here for another week again, and I'm looking forward to continuing our series on Just Trust Me. You know, we've been looking at this whole thought for a, a couple of weeks now, and uh, Wayne brought a great message last week. Uh, over the last three, or over three months, through October, November now, and then through December, we're looking really around those whole concepts of faith, hope, and love, You know, that comes from Corinthians 13, 13, where it says, these things shall remain, faith, hope, and love. You know, our Christian walk should be rooted in these things. It should be, our foundation should be in those three things. And so um, for us to unpack that, that whole area of faith and trust God uh, is a great area to look at. And um, so I'm looking forward to sharing with you this morning. I just wonder if for a moment, if I said to you, just trust me. What does that sort of spring to mind? What does that conjure up in your mind? You know, the thought of someone saying to you, No, it'll be fine, just trust me. It's an interesting thought, isn't it? In those words, some ways it's a pleading um, desire for something to occur, a, a plead for, Oh, you can believe me, it's okay. The, the person that's telling you those things, just trust me, is trying to convince you of something. There might be some skepticism in the thought of, well, what are they saying? That they even need to say, just trust me. If I said those things to you, if I said to you, just trust me, the reason would be is probably because you didn't believe me. You didn't have trust in me or you maybe seemed apprehensive to what we're about to embark on. You know, if we were going to stand on the edge of a building and, and look over the edge, and I'm not scared of heights, I know lots of people are, but I reckon that'd be awesome. You know, and you were there with me and I'd say, just trust me, it'll be fine. You know, there's a convincing that I need to, to give you to, to try and remove your fear and inhibition to actually do what I'm doing. Maybe we're going to jump off a pier or something less concerning like eating a strange food that you haven't eaten before. People always say, just trust me. And uh, it can mean different things to different people. You know, the way I could build trust for you uh, is by you taking a risk and taking a step of faith in saying, well, I'm not sure what the outcome's going to be right now, but I'm going to choose to put my faith and trust um, in me or that person that's asked you that, said to you, just trust. Trust me and see what happens. Now, depending on our past experiences, the situation that we've been in before, maybe the hurts and the different things that we've been through in the past, will determine the confidence or the insecurity that we'll walk into that situation with. You know, if someone's saying, just trust me, and time and time again in the past for you, where someone said that and let you down, what it will do is actually cause you to be more reserved and less desiring to actually trust that person. You're going to be confident or worried. If someone says, just trust me, you're going to be, well, yeah, I'm going to be confident and step into this, or you're going to be more and more concerned. And it will depend on the relationship that we have, the relationship that you and that other person have. You know, Generally, when we look at human trust, there's a requirement for longevity and time For trust to be built. Circumstances come and go and opportunities arise where trust is built. You know, we often say trust is earned, not gained or not given. But it can and we want to unpack that today. With God, we can put our trust in him without that time being earned. But generally, our human relationships require that time, those experiences for us to trust another person to be confident that they're going to be looking out for us, looking after us, and that we can continue in that relationship. It takes time. And it normally would. The, the way that we know someone, the, the, the relationship that we have with them, changes that level of trust. But for us to build that, it takes the time and those experiences. You know, I say generally because there's trust that can come... From the Holy Spirit, that's a discernment. You know, the Holy Spirit might come and say to us, no, you can trust that person, or this is a good situation to walk into, whatever it might be. But I think generally we would say that it takes time to earn people's trust. But with God, it can be different. It can be immediate with Him we can make a decision to choose and to trust him without time constraints without a situation where we have to say see what god does in our life we can choose to trust him and feel comfortable and safe but as for many of us would know it's easy to say that you know particularly in church life just trust god it'll be okay but it mightn't be that straightforward and simple for everyone to do that I think in all of our lives, we struggle at times to trust God because of situations that we're going through, maybe challenges that we've faced, maybe times where we feel like God hasn't been with us, even though he has. There's been times where we feel that maybe that trust and that that ability to put faith in him isn't what it should be. You know, that statement of just trust God shouldn't be just a flippant Christian statement that we make. You know, I do believe that we can choose to put our faith in God and trust in him. Absolutely, I do, that we can choose to do that. But often in situations for people, if they're not well, they're struggling to get up in the morning, maybe they're going through a challenge, to just throw out the statement of just trust God, it'll be okay. That doesn't help them in that situation and that time. But hopefully today as we we look at this, it'll help grow and um, impact our lives and our understanding of trust in our trust in God. For many people, even with God, there needs to be that time thing that I was talking about. You know, that, well, what's God going to do for me? How's he going to come through in this situation? And then we choose whether or not we'll continue to trust him like we would with a person. We want that longevity and time to convert to trust. As I said too, we, we usually want that time because we've been let down in the past. I don't know what it is for you today, but maybe there's situations you can think of where you've been let down and your trust has been broken. It takes time to repair that with people but do you know that God is a God that we can trust in at all times? He's not going to let us down. He's not going to not come through for us. The timing might be a bit out and we might not understand that, but God is always there for us and we can trust in him. We want to self-protect ourselves. You know, we, we put this time frame in place, this longevity and experiences in place when it comes to trust, because we're a fear of being hurt. We, we want to protect ourselves from hurt and pain, and so we're reluctant to give away our trust to people so easily when it's been broken in the past. You know, a younger child will find it easier to trust an adult or a parent than maybe a, an older child will or an adult because they haven't had the, those situations where they've been let down by people. Today, I want to raise this thought for you, that through faith, love can convert to trust. Let me say that again. Through faith, love can convert to trust. In Corinthians, 1 Corinthians thirteen six and 7, it says this, Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. It says there always trusts. So there's a connection between love and trust in our faith. You know, a couple of weeks ago Sarah was up here preaching. Our um, series two on on just trust me, and she bagged me out. Can you believe that we sat in our living room and she just thought it was hilarious. She was teasing my car my very first car. It was a great car. Um, I had a Toyota Tercel. You can look that up you 'll probably pay me out as well she didn 't seem to complain though when I was driving her places and because she didn 't have a car and um, so this is my opportunity to have a go at her today. Um, but I'm not going to. I, no one's here to laugh at my jokes anyway. Um, but, you know, in our relationship, Sarah and my relationship, I made a decision when I met her to, to love her and she made a decision to love me as well. You know, we, we started dating and we got engaged and got married fairly quickly over a 12-month or 11-month period. We've been married 18 years next month, um, so it's all worked out okay. Um, but, you know, in that moment that we made a decision to love one another, there was a trust that was exchanged that didn't come from longevity. It came from a decision of knowing that love was being exchanged. So I didn't know, I I knew Sarah, uh, I got to know her very well before we got married, but I didn't have circumstance after circumstance, longevity into a whole bunch of situations that determined whether I should or shouldn't trust her because she said she loved me and her acts in showing that showed me that I could trust her and her the same. There was an exchange that took place and I had to make a decision to put faith in that relationship and through love, trust was built. There wasn't those other things. You know, it's like that with God as well. If we can understand this thought of an act of love determining trust, we can see a powerful, powerful thing happen in our lives. Through an act of love, trust can be found and relied upon. And God can be trusted and something powerful can take place in our lives. So the question might be, well, how did God love me? You know, maybe today you're watching and you haven't got many years or Um, maturity in Christian faith, you might be saying, well, how did God love me? How can I trust him and understand that connection of, of love from him? You know, he gave us the ultimate act of love. He sent Jesus to this earth. He sent Jesus to die on the cross for us. In John 3.16, he talks about this love and a scripture that many, many people would know, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. There was an act of love that came from God. Jesus came to this earth. He knew what he had to do. He was here to disciple and uh, and grow the church in, in the people that he discipled while he was here. And his ultimate end was to die on the cross for you and for I. There was a moment in time where God poured out all the love that he could because he cared about each and every one of us so much. Jesus said many times, trust me, trust the things I say, trust what my father says, have faith all of these different things. And in our humanness, we actually disconnect from that sometimes because we go, well, how can we just say those things without that longevity and trust being earned? What we want is that time for our trust to be built. But ultimately, the only thing we need to realize is that God's act of love is what we can exchange and give him all of our trust. It's a faith step. We have to make a step of faith. We can't say, well, God, you do these things. Do these things for me, then I'll trust you. He just says, just trust me. Just trust me. Go on, just trust me. In John 12, you know, there's a story there where Jesus shouted to the crowds And you can look it up later. He says, If you trust me, if you are trusting not only me, but you are also trusting God who sent me. For when you see me, you are seeing the one who sent me. You know, Jesus was there talking about trusting in him and trusting in the Father. So why would we want to trust God? Is it just the right thing to do? You know, as a Christian, as a follower of Jesus, we would often say, well, just trust God. Just trust Jesus. It'll be okay. Is it the right thing to do? You know, when we trust people, there's a reason that we do that. We want to feel comfortable. We want to be able to open our lives to those people. We want to be vulnerable with those people. We need trust for those things to occur. We want to be able to give them maybe more responsibility depending on our relationship. We want to be able to journey life with those people. All of those things require trust. So why would we want to trust God? Let me give you a few scriptures to explain that. Romans fifteen thirteen says, I pray that God, the source of all hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then, you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. So he says there, he will fill us completely with joy and peace because we trust him. Who doesn't want to live a life of joy and peace? I don't know about you, wouldn't it be great to be living with joy and peace all the time? Well, as we continue to place our trust in God, as we place our trust in him, we'll experience more joy and And peace. You know, our relationship and the currency of that relationship from us to God is about us building on the faith that we have in Him. It's how it works. We don't see God in a tangible way like you and I can see one another in in the flesh in person. We believe that he exists, we believe what he's done, we believe his word, but we actually don't see him in a tangible physical tangible, physical sense. And sometimes we wonder why our relationship with God might be lacking. We wonder sometimes, well, why don't don't I hear God like I used to? Why don't I hear his voice? You know, maybe there's situations in your life, even this year. God, I don't hear you like I used to hear you. Where is God? Let me read this scripture from... Ephesians 3 for you. Verse 16 says, I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide. How long, how high, how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to fully understand. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. As we trust him, we gain an understanding for who he is. See, I hope you're getting it today. If we don't put our trust in him first, our, our relationship will uh, just be in a shallow position. We'll just have this shallow relationship, it won't question our salvation. You know, our salvation is found by us making a decision to follow after Jesus and accept him to be the Lord of our life. But we want our relationship to go deeper and stronger and wider and, and and grasp onto the things that are God. But as this scripture says, as you trust in him, your roots will go down. You will have power to understand as you trust in him. So we've got to make a decision to actually trust him first. We can't be in a place like in our human relationships where we say, just because of trust, um, just because of situations of longevity or situations where it's been earned, then we're going to trust. With God, we have to do it first. And it takes an act of faith and it's scary, yes. And it can be challenging, but that's how it works. Without faith, we will not grow deeper in our relationship with God. You know, people want a relationship with God deeper and deeper. I hear people say it all the time. I'm sure that's you today. I want to have a deeper relationship with God. And it's the same with me. But we have to continue to know that we must trust God. We can't just rely on our own understanding. We can't just put our human mindset onto our relationship with Him. He's going to look after us. He's going to look after you. He's going to look after me. So it takes us to trust in Him first before we understand and have that connection to Him. But many of us still want those signs, those human trust um, trust builders, hey, to go deeper with Him. Today, I want to encourage you to just lift off those lids. What have you got to lose? What have you got to lose today in trusting Him? I don't see anything to lose. All that we do is make a decision. See, like that relationship I was talking about with Sarah and I, when we chose to love one another, there was a trust that was exchanged. It wasn't earned. Now we build on that trust. And our confidence in God builds and our faith builds because of the circumstances we walk through with Him. But today, what have you got to lose by giving Him all? What have you got to lose by saying, God, I'm going to trust you in everything. Tomorrow morning, or even today as you head off in in about your day, I'm going to trust you for every circumstance. I'm going to trust you for that breakthrough where I need work. I'm going to trust you where I've got a struggle in a family relationship. I'm going to trust you where I need a financial breakthrough. I'm going to trust you where I can't even see you in my day-to-day life and I'm struggling to even open the word. What have you got to lose? Cry out to God today. Ask Him to come and do something in your life. We've got a choice. We can trust Him and go deeper or we can live in a place of the shallow. I don't know about you, but I wanna go deeper. The deeper place is where the, 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 the great things are. The deeper is where we have a greater understanding of who he is. You know, Think of the ocean. If, if you're in the shallows, it's good. It's okay. But when you go into the deep ocean, that's where the, the best creation is. That's where the best things are to see. Today, you have a choice. Trust him or not. Deeper or shallow, it's up to you. But I want to encourage you. Let's not put our human mindset on how God's relationship with us is. Is and let's just trust him. You know, today maybe you've been watching this service or listening to this service and you're wondering what it is to actually have a relationship with Jesus. You know, it's as simple as just trusting him. The first point of that relationship is to actually say, Well, Jesus, I want you to come into my life, I want you to be my Lord and Savior. He died on the cross for you. He came so that your sins could be forgiven. And there's a simple prayer you can pray. You just need to say, Jesus, come into my heart. I want you to be the Lord of my life. Forgive me for all my sins. And I want to follow you all the days of my life. You can pray that prayer wherever you are, on your own with someone else. Can I encourage you, if you haven't done that before, to do that today? And we'd love to connect with you. You can jump on the Resound Church website and there's a Jesus section there, some prayers, devotion. We'd love to connect with you um, and believe with you as you walk in that journey. If you've already made that decision today, I just want to quickly pray and believe that we'll continue to grow in our trust for God. Lord, I thank you that you are walking with us each and every day. God, I pray for every one of us that you will help us to just trust you, even where we can't see a way forward. And in our human thinking, we struggle. Holy Spirit, come and help us with our thinking. And Lord, we pray that as we walk into this day and this week, you will be with us, helping us in this journey. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, have a great week, church. We'll look forward to seeing you soon. Hey, what a great message. Thanks for joining us here at Resound Church. We pray that you've been encouraged through the message and that you've grown just a little bit closer to God. While you're online, why don't you head over and give us a like on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website at resound.church. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or head over to our website resound.church forward slash app to grab our app which will keep you up to date with everything going on. Well, don't forget next week, there'll be another amazing podcast here to listen to from Resound Church. We hope you join us then.